Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, March 10th. I'm Anthony Grassi. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach gets feedback from industry leaders on the NCAA's inability to enforce NIL rules and any future accountability that may be forthcoming. MAC Commissioner and D1 Council member John Steinbrecher saying, It certainly appears that NIL deals may have influenced some student-athletes to attend certain institutions, but I don't know that for a fact. Utah Athletic Director Mark Harlan adds, Therein lies the challenge for all of us leaders in the industry. Is there going to be accountability for this new dynamic? It's great for the students, but there was supposed to be more structure. It's up to NCAA enforcement to say, we put it out that it's not to be inducement. If there are folks that are getting deals before they go to that school, and I think there's probably more than a few of those types of deals happening across the country, then just like any other rule, that should be enforced. Those folks should be held accountable. That's the gray area right now that we're all struggling with because we're not seeing that kind of action coming from Indianapolis. Kenny Hertz Perry attorney, midwinter, doesn't believe the NCAA will be quick to enact legislation, saying, I think they're going to exhaust every other option before they do that, including holding out hope for a federal law that would include some sort of limited antitrust immunity. The Wall Street Journal's Jennifer Levitz and Melissa Korn write, A new batch of emails filed in a Varsity Blues college admissions fraud trial reveal that USC officials brazenly spoke of some family's wealth and ability to donate while discussing applicants. More than a dozen internal USC emails from 2013 to 2018 among top athletic department officials and fundraisers portray staffers at times fixated on prospects' bank accounts. A staffer added dollar signs in reference to a family in one email and noted in another that a family needed to pay up before further favors would be granted. The filing was made yesterday by attorneys for former Trojans head water polo coach Jovan Vavik. The email correspondence includes former AD Pat Hayden, former senior associate AD Donna Heinel, current associate ADs Scott Wanzalak and Alexander Reisman, both of whom are part of the Trojan Athletic Fund. The NEC has launched an investigation into a fight between fans in the stands during the league's men's basketball championship game on Monday with one person already arrested. Commissioner Noreen Morris saying, Athletic competition should bring out the best in us. Sadly, we didn't see that last night. We will conduct a thorough investigation of last night's incredibly disappointing events and begin an immediate review of our game management policies to address this type of unruly and disrespectful fan behavior. The $165 million end market arena in Savannah is ready to rock. Fitting up to 8,000 fans for hoops, Savannah Sports Council Director Rob Wells says he's already heard from a Power 5 conference about potentially hosting its women's basketball postseason tournament in the new venue. Georgia Southern AD Jared Banco saying, I think it makes sense for us to continue to see is there an opportunity to host a game down there. Part of that, when you schedule games, it takes two to tango and you've got to obviously have an opponent that will agree to come play with you. The other piece as well for us is it has to make financial sense. OU Foundation President and CEO Guy Patton says the foundation will support the building of a new arena if Oklahoma decides to go that direction. Syracuse men's basketball student-athlete Buddy Bayheim is suspended for today's ACC quarterfinal game against Duke after hitting Florida State's Wyatt Wilkes in yesterday's game. Bayheim's statement, 
In the heat of today's game, after some shoving in the lane, I swung my arm while turning to go back up court. It was wrong to act out in frustration. I apologized to Wyatt Wilkes multiple times in the handshake line. He said not to worry about it, but I know I was wrong. I pride myself in respecting the game and our opponent. I will not react that way again. Iowa women's basketball student-athlete Chris Murray missed the shot in the final seconds of the Hawkeyes' loss to Illinois on Sunday, after which Murray's father, Kenyon, says a fan told his son to take his own life. In response, the Murrays are working with Illinois to bring light and resources to their campus organizations that provide mental health support. Kenyon plans to meet with Iowa AD Gary Barta at this weekend's conference tournament to discuss the matter and potential solutions. CBS's Matt Norlander points to Wednesday night of Championship Week as under-leveraged as there was only one title game last night, the Patriot Leagues. Norlander writing, If I'm the commish of a mid-major conference, I'm doing all I can to get my title game on Wednesday of Championship Week going forward. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, March 10th. I'm Anthony Grassi, and be sure to check back in later today.